Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live tonight from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey No Chill Prano. <laughs> we had a we had a misfire when I uh We did opened my Miller Light to start the the first version of this show, so I just cheersed myself on the microphone, took a nice big swig of Miller Light because, as I've said once before, um, I'm drinking away my sorrows of the Houston Rockets now being down 0-2. Yeah, my 12 to one bet looking looking dire these yeah. days as we record here on a Tuesday evening following some NBA playoff basketball. Our schedule's a little off this week. You're leaving for the Cincinnati. Marathon, correct. And uh, so we had we had to bang this out early. I said, "Look, man, these guys got to get some YouTube action. We're going to do it Tuesday night." It was either that or super early Wednesday. To which I said, "For that reason, I'm out." Yeah, <laughs> I Donald Trump slash Shark Tank did apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here we are, Tuesday night. Big deal though for you. I, I decided before the show. I told Joe, he uh, he's going to get the hatchback for a week. You excited? Uh, the, yeah, I, I'll be. Uh, who, who will I be for the, Russell Westbrook for the week? Have we named your hatchback Russell Westbrook or Damian Lillard? It was Damian Lillard in sport mode. In sport mode. Yeah. What are they called? The toggles you can do on the hatchback? The uh, is that is it still the triptronic shifting? Is if that you, where are you able to shift with your? I am. Oh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be redlining that thing. I'm gonna go Tokyo Drift on that Toyota Corolla this week. <laughs> <laughs> be doing you to be doing donuts behind the uh didn't you say my car is the type of car that they uh yeah a lot of times those little like hatchbacks or whatever because they're so light the civics yeah so if you you well first of all the, the kind of people that soup up cars they start with a base something right yeah so they, they get a cheap honda accord or civic or whatever it is and toyota corolla hatchback put some put some nitrous in there yeah Next thing you know, you're Tokyo drifting. I come back. My car is purple. Yeah. You have spoilers on it. It just says, yo fool for the license plate. I've got Trippy to cut my hair. <laughs> you know what Trippy wants to do with me, by the way? What's that? He wants to take me to, you know, he's big into music. He's big into music festivals. He's big into like that scene. The DJ type. Yo fool. We got to go to Stagecoach, bro. We got to get herpes done at Stagecoach, bro. He wants to take me to... A nightclub in Hollywood. He's like, man, I think you'd He's be like a- you, me, the Corolla hatchback, the Palladium, a couple of couple of Mollies, bro. That that's his thing, exactly. Yeah. He's big into like the drugs and those type of music events. And he's like, man, I hear your couple stories. Couple Mollies, a couple Mollies, you know, a couple Maribels with us on some Molly. He he wants to take me though because he says he thinks I'll be a good wingman. I like it. So and then you should make him go with you to a uh, insane clown posse show. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he'd do it. <laughs> Since that's still on the docket, man. 
It is. I forgot about that. Yeah, I know. Although I'm headed to the Midwest. What if I banged out a marathon and insane cloud posse the same weekend? It'd be great. We could make it happen. So you down? You really down on the Rockets? I am, and uh, I am simply because uh, you know we talked about obviously the game one uh, situation last game, uh, last episode, and let's be honest, the Warriors are a fantastic team, and the Warriors came out and played tonight as I expected them to, um, and the Warriors essentially. Uh, much like the Cavs last year with the J.R. Smith brain fart, the Warriors were never going to lose two games at home to start the series. Yeah. So if they come out and they don't play their best game in game one, and like the Cavs last year or the Rockets this year, the potential for a team to steal that game is there. Sure. They're not going to come back and not play well in game two. So... With game one being handed to them last year by J.R. Smith and this year being stolen from the Rockets with the refs, uh, now the Rockets are down 0-2. And, you know, they don't have home court, obviously, this year. Um, so the Rockets have to now go defend their home court or it's over. And then they got to come back and steal one in Oracle, which they, like, again, the series is just so different. If the Rockets go up 1-0. If this is a 1-1 series, it's going to be a great series. Everybody's ecstatic. Now, 0-2, who knows? It could be a five-game series. It could be a four-game series. Yeah. I, do I think it'll? Do I think the Rockets will win a couple games? Yeah. But uh, it's, totally, it's a totally different series. Sure. And that, again, is why I said, and, and I reiterated this to you today when I sent you a couple tweets uh, via text, I said, the NBA clearly wants the Warriors to win, and I don't know why. I don't know why they wouldn't want this to go. Uh, at 6.20 a.m. today, veteran official Scott Foster has been assigned to Warriors-Rockets tonight. Chris Paul, James Harden, and Rockets have a long-running feud with Foster. He hasn't worked a Rockets game since February when Harden was fined for criticism after fouling out of a game in Los Angeles. Rockets' last six playoff games officiated by Scott Foster. Three losses last year in 2018. Two of them to Golden State, Game 1 and Game 7. Three games in 2017. Games 2 and 6 versus San Antonio and a Game 3 loss at OKC. Well, the NBA is messing up right now, and I thought they made some good points on the TNT crew discussing this, how we have the Rockets and the Warriors. We have two great teams, but we're all talking about the officiating. Exactly. So and and, and just like we talked about, you know, obviously we didn't have the TNT crew uh weighing in on uh what was it? what was that when, when were the games? That was Sunday. Sunday. Right. And those games were on ESPN. Correct. So we had we had Breen Van Gundy and Mark Jackson and their official, you know, Salvatore Vigioni or whatever yeah, his name yeah, was, yeah. you know, whatever Italian they bring in to do the Spagnoli. Yeah, uh, Bobby Canoli, and uh, they all yeah. agreed blatant missed calls. Apparently, in the Mike D'Antoni press conference after the game, he said the refs come up to him at halftime and say they blew four calls. Then we get the TNT crew, who everybody agrees, not just the best in the NBA, perhaps the best 
desk analysts team in all of sports, potentially in all of sports history, with Chuck, Kenny, Shaq. Uh, and they all agree. Blown calls. Yeah. Shaq was maybe iffy on a couple of them, but for the most part, what I watched yesterday, they all agreed that there was a lot of missed calls, which again, I found interesting that everyone's saying this. And, you know, Charles chalked it up as refs have bad games, the ref had a bad the refs had a bad game one. But then they all agreed tonight, again, because I, I always want to hear what they have to say. They all agreed tonight before game two. Why are we talking about Scott Foster? We're talking about a ref before these teams play. Right. Then, of course, and look, I, 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 I like to give credit where credit's due. Uh, the Warriors outplayed the Rockets tonight. Yeah. Now, James Harden leaves that game for a stretch early on after Draymond Green uh, tries to poke out his eye with his right hand and then actually gets him in the face and pokes out his eye with his left hand. Draymond Green, the all-time biggest bitch. Do you think that was game. a dirty play? Yes. On purpose. So... He doesn't go for the ball. Yeah, he doesn't go for the ball. With his right hand. Yeah. Almost gets James Harden in the eye. Yeah. And immediately goes not toward the ball and does get him in the eye with the left hand. Yeah. Either Draymond Green, and I don't try to use this word all that often, except where it's very necessary. Either Draymond Green is retarded and thinks James Harden bearded face is a basketball. Or he just won two to guy in the eyes. He went three stooges, bro. He he missed with the right hand and immediately came in with the left hand. How did he miss the ball by three feet? Yeah. I mean, they showed it in in, in uh, slow mo. I posted that on our Twitter feed. He was Wolverine. The, who who leads with their fingers on anything? Who's doing this? He was like Baraka. Is that Baraka from? Yeah. Uh, is that Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about the character. I think it's Street Fighter. He was like Baraka. I don't know, dude. But it, I don't know what he's doing there. All I know is he's fucking jabbing the eyes out of their star player. Yeah. Who then was apparently bleeding from the eyes. He was bleeding from the eyes. Yeah. Now, that being said, I do I still think the Rockets were outplayed tonight by the Warriors. Sure. But that was going to happen. Yeah. In, in Oracle on the road, you're going to have a game that the Warriors just dominate. And they didn't dominate. Yeah. They didn't dominate them, but they absolutely outplayed them, and they absolutely deserved to win the game. But that's why this series is is already fucked, because now you're you have a chance for a team to steal a win in Oracle and make this a true series. They get that stolen from them in game one and now. Yeah. And then they get beat fair and square in game two. So um, I, I hope that the Rockets make it a series. I hope the Rockets defend their home court um, immediately You know when, when they return to Houston. And hopefully the NBA doesn't do anything you know, weird in that game or in any of the games in Houston. Let them play. I don't understand the rationale of putting Foster in this game. You're basically throwing gasoline on a fire. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. It's essentially if like you and I made like a bet and loser has to loser has to leave dirty sports forever and we show up to a let's let's say we have a strike throwing contest. Okay. And we show up and Adam Homari is umping. Yeah. You know? 
That's essentially what it is. Like, I told people to crash his wedding. I'm not going to get a fair shake. Sure. It was total bullshit. Which, again, the TNT crew agreed with as well. And basically, if you don't agree with Chuck and Kenny at this point, stop watching basketball. Chuck had a great line I posted on Twitter about the wall. Yeah, fantastic. A, a man after my own heart. Just anytime walls come up, he just he, he he does a Trump wall shot. Yeah, love it. Do you give the Warriors? I'm sorry. Do you give the Rockets any shot? Sure, I give them a shot. I give them a significantly less shot. They got to win the next three games. They got to win the next two. The next two for sure. They got to win the next two. Yeah. What do they have to do to win those games? Because uh, James Harden, if you look at his stat line, he had a pretty good game tonight. Yeah. He, he shot had, the ball well. I mean, he played 34 minutes. Like, again. Now, he did have six turnovers. That's yeah. that's been the problem. They've been turning the damn ball over too much. Yeah, but the Warriors are a great defensive team. That's going to happen. Steph Curry, 20 points again. They hold Steph in check. Steph, three for 13 from three. It's 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 been all Kevin Durant. And I think... Draymond that, had a great game. Yeah, and I think that that's... Look, again, they were completely outplayed tonight. It's still a close game down the stretch. Yeah. It's wild how they still stay in it. They got to win the next two, and uh, I hope they do. You know, I'd like to see a good series from a entertainment... And we, and we had, like, that, that's, that will boggle my mind forever. To me, you know... If the NBA wanted this to be a good series, don't do whatever you did in game one. Yeah. We have a good series. But was the offici- I didn't I didn't have a problem with the officiating tonight though. No. No. I mean Draymond did still did his thing. Like the the Draymond getting a technical so then he could do whatever he wants thing is just like fucking masterful at this point. Yeah. He had a dunk where he then just he was hanging on the he hung on the rim for I think there was a twenty four second violation while he was hanging on the rim. <laughs> and they didn't tee him up. Draymond is wild. Yeah. He's my. He might be my least favorite player in basketball. You know where he gets it from, too. Have you seen his mom's tweets? No. Oh, you haven't seen, dude. His mom. His mom's a cannon. She was tweeting at Charles Barkley last night, and they were posting them on TNT live. That's amazing. Which I loved. That's amazing. They were like reading his mom's tweets. Oh, she's a, she's a loose cannon. I should pull up some of her tweets. What is her Twitter feed? I, I forget because it's a weird. What the fuck? <laughs> How did that happen? Hold on. What, what is that even from? We're getting ads during the show. Keep it professionally over here. That was from. Uh, I thought that was Draymond's mom yelling at us for a second. What is uh, what is her Twitter feed? So he's your. While I looked that up, he's your least favorite player in the NBA. He might be. Why is that? He he just seems like such a fucking complaint. Like what's amazing to me, I like I like to be fair, but it's amazing to me when I go on Twitter these days, especially during this year. Everybody's just like, oh, like Warriors fans, like oh, Chris Paul such a whiner, oh, James Harden such a whiner, like. Does anybody whine and complain more than Draymond Green in the history of sports? 
I mean, the guy gets a technical every game for complaining. Well, it's funny. Every game. It's funny because they, they, Chuck brought up, it's funny you bring that up because Charles Barkley during yesterday said he's never seen two teams whine more. He's yeah. T- he's talking about the Rockets and the Warriors. And he said, I've never seen two teams whine more. And then Shaq actually, that's why they were showing, uh, Draymond Green's mom's Twitter feed because Shaq said, Charles, used to, we used to whine all the time. You know, he was trying to put it on like the millennial thing yeah. and Shaq was defending that saying that was bullshit. But, but here would be my argument. The, the, the whiniest series in the history of basketball is going to feature Draymond Green. What, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a Warriors Rocket series. I don't know if it's a Warriors uh, Blazer series. I don't know, but I know it's a Warrior series because Draymond Green is the biggest whiner in the history of the NBA. By the way, I can't keep, I can't keep track of his mom's. His mom is black Twitter. Well, yeah, like she, it's just retweets upon retweets, thirty thousand tweets, which is probably not that much for black Twitter. Yeah, but there's too much stuff going on here. Like, there's just too much going on here. She's retweeting anything pro Draymond. Yeah, great. I don't know how I'd feel about that as a player. I'm like, mom, get the fuck off Twitter. I mean, look at Draymond Green. <laughs> he's so he's so for it. He's so for his mom being extra. Yeah. Well, is the Ruther curse going to be broken? Why? Because you said uh, the Warriors are going to win it all. Yeah. I said they're going to make it to the finals. I mean, I mean, I don't really consider the Warriors making it to the finals, the Ruther curse being broken. Yeah, me either. And I think we all knew what you were doing to the Rockets when we just twisted your arm not to say it. So I almost feel like the the Ruther curse is intact no matter what. Yeah. Okay. The Celtics got their ass whooped tonight. So it was a role reversal from game one to game two. Have we heard from Paul Pierce? <laughs> 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 Have you heard from Paul Pierce? Unbelievable. <laughs> Do you like my tweet I put up about Paul Pierce on Dirty Sports today? You ever forget what'd you say? I just put it I put the Simpsons Unitard gif. <laughs> I'm a Unitard. <laughs> he's got an ice cream cone on his head like he's I'm a telling you, man, Paul Pierce is a troll and a moron. Um The Bucks look good tonight. Bucks look really good. Uh Middleton. Middleton a fucking fantastic went game. off. Look, the the Bucks team, it's it's wild. I almost feel like the Bucks team first of all, the Bucks took more threes than anybody in the league this year. And I think that they're overly aggressive That's with the an threes. interesting stat. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're they're overly aggressive with the three, if you ask me. But when they have the, you know, they're they're sort of like a Rockets team in that like when they're shooting it well, they're gonna be hard to beat. But but they don't shoot it that well. They did like, tonight. Yeah, they did tonight, exactly. And they outscored the the Celtics by 21, I believe, in the third quarter. And that was the game. Um, yeah. But they still have Giannis, uh, and, and he, he found it a little bit tonight. But he's not a three-point shooter. No. But the rest of them are. No, yeah. It's a good, it's a good strategy. I do feel like they rely on it a little too much because I think they have players that are good enough that like they don't just have to bomb threes. But if they're going to make them, they're going to be tough to beat. I, I can see them stealing one back in Boston for sure. I could see this being a back and forth series the whole time. I still like the Bucks in this series. Yeah. 
I mean, top to bottom, though, I'd say the Celtics are a more talented team. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, when you look top to bottom, like, first of all, from veterans to young guys like Horford, like the basically the, the, the true leader of the team, uh, if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Kyrie, hyper talented. But look, but, uh, but look, you have Gordon look, Hayward, who is an all star. What sticks out for me is, is Tatum. Kyrie and Tatum have a combined 14 points. Yeah. Combined six of 28 shooting. Yeah. You ain't going to win on the road playing like that. No. But but you're right. It was still a game. It was a, it was a good game, you know, at, at half. Yeah, it was a game at half. And then in the third quarter, Bucks made a lot of their shots. Sure. I think it's going to be a good series. I think it's going to be a great series. It's definitely not over Paul Pierce. I, I, What's Paul Pierce thinking when he's watching tonight's game? I, the question is, here's my question. He's a Celtics guy. Yeah. Right? So... He's probably watching. Sure. But with a claim like the series is over, is it possible that Paul Pierce is the same Tripoli that he like doesn't actually watch the games? It could be. I don't want to change the subject, but I'm going to change it real quick. Draymond Green's mom just retweeted somebody writing. Somebody posted a video, and it said Chris Paul being a hoe again. She retweeted that. And that was that was during uh, the Draymond swinging around the that's that's literally the dunk I'm talking about. Yeah, where he for some reason <laughs> thought it was okay to go full monkey bars uh, the schoolyard. He's just like hanging out up there. <laughs> he he looks like a kid. He looks like a kid who's trying to hang in his closet to like get taller or something. Like what? How long are you allowed to be up there without getting a technical foul? Bro, she's out of control. While you were discussing that, she did two more retweets. Yeah. She's she's wildin'. This woman can't be stopped. But I I like your theory on Paul Pierce that he's not watching the games. It's a good theory. Like when Paul Pierce arrives for the next broadcast, does he know that the Bucks have tied it up? I don't know. He didn't tweet tonight about it. His last tweet was about Game of Thrones. I know. I checked. Yeah. Paul Pierce is Sam Tripoli. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Pierce is black Sam Tripoli. The crazy glasses. <laughs> what if, okay, Sam, you know, has a conspiracy theory podcast, yeah. tinfoil hat. What if Paul Pierce is Sam Tripoli? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's precisely what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, they are the same people. Yeah. Have you ever seen Paul Pierce and Sam Tripoli in a room together? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've never even seen them tweeting on the same nights. Yeah. That'd be some wild shit. <laughs> Isn't Paul Pierce a uh, flat earther too? Or am I just making that up? I don't know. Maybe. He looks like he'd be. He looks like he'd be for sure. Did you watch last night's Blazers Nuggets? Uh, of course I did. Good game. Yeah. Great game. Uh, look, Nuggets had to come out and get game one. Somebody made a good point. I think it was Shaq. What was the final of that game, by the way? What was the final of that game? It was it was a, a, the uh, the Blazers or the sorry the Nuggets were favored by four. I remember that. I remember thinking like it, they're either going to cover or it's going to be uh, they're either going to cover or it's going to be an outright win by the Blazers. It won by they eight. Did. They covered by eight. Yeah. 
One by eight. But but Shaq made a good point talking about that game. He goes, everybody was worried because they had a f- tough seven-game series. But he said, you got to remember, your body's in a rhythm then as a player. Right. Of play, day off, play, day off, you know, repeat, where the Blazers handled their business, and they've just been sitting around for five days. Yeah. So the Nuggets no. are basically ready to go. Yeah, and it was a, like, the, the game seven that they had at home, and then they stay at home. True. And they have, you know, the excuse uh, at the end of the Spurs-Nuggets game was that it was so loud in the arena that LaMarcus Aldridge forgot how math works or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. And didn't know to foul. But that has to fire up Denver fans to just come and be that much more excited. Uh, it I was think, loud in yeah, there. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fantastic series as well. I think the Blazers steal a win in game two. Ooh. Prano predicts. Prano predicts. I think the Blazers steal a win in game two. Um, and I think that this is going to be a seven-game series. Another seven-game series. I like it. Is unless... It- unless I do think they win in game two unless they win in game two and they go home and they just keep all kinds of momentum. But I think it's going to be a good series because they're obviously the Blazers are are built around the guard play of starts with Lillard and then you have McCollum. Uh, I think they have to work McCollum in a little more. I know I'm a little bit biased as a Lehigh guy, but McCollum is their second star. Yeah. Uh, Enos Cantor is like, doing work down there. But, sure. But I think, I like I said throughout the playoffs so far, I think Lillard tries to do a little too much. Like, keep a little in the tank so that you can do it all down the stretch. Lean on McCollum a little bit more. Uh, whereas the Nuggets, obviously, everything flows through the Joker. So it's, it's two, you know, different styles of play that I think uh, make for a great, will make for a great series. Yeah. I don't know who I won in this one, to be honest. I, I don't know yet. You don't know who you're rooting Normally for? Normally, I'm rooting for somebody. So who are you rooting for, for example, in Sixers-Raptors? I can't believe it. I'm like rooting for the Raptors for some reason. Yeah, because fuck Philadelphia. It's smart. It's, a, it's the right answer. It's fuck that cesspool of human garbage. It's not even fuck Philadelphia. I'm just... I, I like the idea of a Canadian team. You've, you're, you've been vehemently anti-Raptors the last few years. Exactly. You definitely know who it is. I know. We the North. I've changed. I wore a Drake jersey. Uh, I dressed up like a dinosaur. I also like Kawhi. Kawhi's fun to watch. Yeah. Because he plays at both ends of the floor. Sure. So I think that's definitely changed. So you're rooting for... I mean, you're kind of rooting for the Rockets a little bit, just because we're all... In our soul, I feel like everybody's rooting for the Rockets. Because fuck the Warriors. Yeah. Right? For sure. I I don't want to... And you're rooting for... The Bucks. Well, I'm also rooting for the like in that series. Yeah, the, here's the thing: when you ask who I'm rooting for, Philly versus Toronto, I found myself rooting for Toronto. Yeah, I didn't know why. Right, I don't have reasons why. I like a lot of players on Philly's squad. So, I'm to go through the four series. I'm rooting for the Rockets for Mike D'Antonio, Mike D'Antonio alone, and okay. also because the Warriors are a bunch of assholes. Yeah, diving at people's legs. Draymond's sure, the biggest bitch in all of fucking basketball. I'm rooting for the Bucks because fuck Boston. Right? Yeah. They're not even rooting for their own black players. Why should I? (laughs) 
I'm rooting for the Raptors because fuck Philadelphia. And I'm rooting for the Trailblazers because my boy CJ McCollum and the great Bill Walton. Yeah. And I like the Nuggets. I like Denver. I like I like Jokic. I like a lot of their players. But it's Blazers all the way. They got a good young core, man. They've they've put something together in Denver. Yeah, they absolutely and and they're built to win for a while because n- nobody there has gotten like the super contract yet. Sure. And I think that they'll have to make decisions on that, but they're ahead of the curve in terms of like no one I think saw them being the 2 seed this year. No. It's much like the Braves last year. Maybe they can have a similar approach as the Braves did with their young players, lock some of these guys up nice and early. Yeah. Keep this core. If you could go to any game, like like who would you choose? Of all these series, what city and which two teams would be most appealing to you? I think I'd like to see, I mean, obviously everybody's saying that the Rockets-Warriors is the NBA Finals. Yeah. Right? So I think it'd be fun to see a game in Portland, though. I, I I think if I had to choose, I would want to see Portland with everything that Lillard's been doing against this Nuggets team for a chance to go to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, yeah, that would be my choice. Yeah. That series in Portland. Second would be maybe uh, maybe the Houston Warriors series in, in Oracle. Denver would be fun, too. You'd be fucking out of your mind on edibles. Trust me, you can get high in Portland. You can get high in California. True. I always forget. You can get high in Canada. I always forget. You Fort- probably get high in Milwaukee. You get high in cheese in Milwaukee. Yeah. Well, Joe, if you were going to go to a game, what app would you use to get those tickets? Uh, are you saying, like, what application on my phone? Yes. Uh, well, I'd probably use SeatGeek. Yeah. For a couple of reasons. Why is that? Uh, one, they sponsor our show. Sure. And they give us promo code DIRTY for $10 off. Yeah. So there's that. Also, um, I can see where I'm sitting. Yeah, it's huge. And huge. three, they give me this color-coordinated, color-coded like rating system where like the first thing I do when I look at one of their stadiums uh, when I'm looking for tickets, I just like look for the green yeah. dots close to where I want to sit. I hit that, and I'm like... Yep, that's the one. It's pretty easy. I already bought tickets for Wednesday's game down in San Diego. Mets at Padres. Would you say SeatGeek is so easy even Draymond Green could use it? I'm going to take it one step further. It's so easy Draymond Green's mom could use it. Ooh, that's how good it is, guys. And like Joe said earlier. It's so easy Paul Pierce could. Well, maybe not Paul Pierce. But basically anybody smarter than Paul Pierce could use SeatGeek. Best of all, all listeners get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase, guys. SeatGeek supports our show, so we hope you support them as well. Like we're saying, use our promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first purchase. You can use that for concert tickets, sports, comedy, whatever you want. Remember, that's promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first purchase. And now that we are talking tickets... I want to update everybody about the Dirtball Fam meetup in Amarillo, Texas. Yeah. We headed to Texas. Texas in August. What could go wrong? Yeah. It'll be 140 degrees. August 17th is the official date. It's a Saturday night game. For the Sod Poodles game. 
for the Amarillo Sod Poodles, the AA affiliate for the San Diego Padres. We're Joe, hanging tough in the NL West, by the way. Yeah. Joe, me, Dirtballs, we are renting a suite, a concourse suite that can house... We're not a- even renting it. We're purchasing it for the whole evening. We are purchasing it. That is correct. So if you want to be a part of the festivities in Amarillo, Texas, uh, let us know. DM me, DM Dirty Sports, and uh, we're, we're getting the list together right now. This suite can hold up to about 25 people. And if you're worried about you know what it's going to cost, we're going to make it reasonable. Prices are great down there. We're trying to sort out if we're going to do a live podcast before. Yeah. Uh, if we'll be in the stadium, if we'll be in uh, some sort of tailgate area. But we're trying to do like sort of an all-inclusive situation where your price includes your ticket. I think they get a little food with the they get, box. They get food with the suite. Um, you know, some some there was talk of drink tickets. But I think that's for the other box. That's correct? for the other box. We're gonna do the bigger box that does not have drink tickets. But obviously, you can booze at the game, and we'll figure that out. Reasonable like, prices. Yes, reasonable prices. And like Joe's saying, we're trying to. Uh, figure out a tailgate slash live podcast. Maybe get some of the players from the Sod Poodles on. Uh, who knows, guys? All I know is this much. If you're a new listener, if you've never been to a Dirtball Fam meetup, they are fucking crazy. And every year, something wild happens. I don't know if I can say some of the things that have happened in the past. Arrests. Arrests. Near deaths. Near deaths. Uh, one one armed stripper strip club. Oh my god, I forgot trips. about that. Yeah, you know we're gonna hit up a a strip club down in Amarillo. I mean, seems like the kind of place we would. If we did it in Muncie, we'll do it in Amarillo. Like we're on some sort of terrible place strip club tour. <laughs> and you know what else is great? I always ten strippers, fourteen arms. Welcome to Amarillo. Everything's bigger in Texas. And who knows what kind of uh, ladies I'll run into. That's kind of been my thing, too. Is, uh, every Abandoning t- the Dirtball fam to meet up with local Tinder trash? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is your thing. <laughs> the savagery. Why do I do that? I leave the Dirtball fam to go uh, bang strangers, gross strangers. And you wonder that. why they like me more. It's a good point. It's a very good point, Joe Prano. It's all about the story, though. I'm I'm a man of the people. Yeah, you did save Branson Ping's life. Yeah. Does Branson still listen to the show? Who knows? I I, I think there have been some after effects of the fall. I think he's had some struggles <laughs> over the last few years. That video in that picture is still one of my favorites. So let us know if you want to join us in Texas, because here's the best part: we're not only going to hit up Amarillo. I feel like I'm doing. Uh, who's the guy who ran for president? And then Howard, <laughs> Howard Dean. Dean. We're not even going to hang up Amarillo. We're going to hit up Houston. We're going to hit up Dallas, and then we're going to head all the way over to El Paso. Woo! <laughs> yeah, so we're going to work our way south to uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, and then Houston. I'm excited. It's going to be a dirt ball trip through Texas. I'm getting a cowboy hat, by the way. I've already decided. Yeah? I want a video of... You mean like a, a like a Dallas Cowboys baseball cap? No, 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 no. Oh, you mean like a proper cowboy I hat? Need to get a, I need to get a cowboy hat, a bolo tie, 
some fucking tight jeans and uh, some cowboy boots. But Nick Yardley, shout out to Dirtball Nick Yardley, who works for the Saw Poodles. If you get a cowboy hat, a bolo tie, and a horrific playoff passer rating, you too could be Philip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a preview of our Dirty Sports Quickie. Ooh. Check it out on YouTube. Shots fired. Uh, Nick Yardley, I forgot to mention this to you today. So Nick, who works for the Saw Poodles, who's been doing an amazing job setting this all up for the Dirtball fam, he said there's a local restaurant in Amarillo. They have this big, like, this. it's, it's kind of like when you go to Fat Burger, if you eat their big thing, you go on the wall. Uh-huh. So they have a, this restaurant in Amarillo. That's like the big thing to do. It's a 72-ounce steak. Oh, I could take that down. But there's also a bunch of sides, too. Oh, no. And, the sides were killer, the killer. And here's the deal. I could take down 72 ounces of steak. So here's what they do. They say, once you agree to do it, like you go on a stage or something, and the whole restaurant's cheering you on. And if you complete the whole meal, you go on the wall and like people like lose their shit. So I said, if this is an Andy Ruther thing, I don't know what is. Yeah. You know, I'll be training for some new marathon at that point. The the sod poodle run or whatever's going on down in Amarillo. The sod poodle run. I totally want to do this. The, the sides, I'm out. Now I know that now it's just like a man versus food thing. I could definitely eat 72 ounces of steak, though. I'll say yeah. that right now. You could crush 72 ounces of steak, just steak, just the just the beef. I think I could. It's a lot, dude. I mean, you're talking. There's 16 ounces in a pound. Yeah. No, I know how many ounces are in a pound. I mean, that's it's four and a half pounds. And just steak alone. I got it. But now if I'm eating like fucking mashed potatoes and shit with it. Mac and cheese and collard greens. Yeah, I don't need starches. Yeah. I want to do that though. I really want to do that. I mean, if if we can hit up a strip club, the restaurant, the sod poodle game, what else is there? A dirtball gets arrested? Yeah. Does a dirtball get arrested? (coughs) Two. Ooh, we got the over under. I think they get. I think they get arrested as a pair. I Are, think. I think. I think. I think we get like a some sort of Blues Brothers situation where two of them are caught in a high speed chase. Are you setting the over under at a point at one and a half? One and a half. Yeah. One and a half. That's the over under. Dirt balls. On dirt balls being in handcuffs. Two dirt balls in handcuffs. In handcuffs. Yeah. I love it. Well, once again, guys. I'm not promoting that sort of behavior, by the way. Yeah, we're not promoting it. No. In fact, I hope none get arrested. Yeah. Hope everybody goes. I hope everybody goes and drinks just the appropriate amount and uh, consumes just the appropriate amount of food and cannabis and molly and whatever else dirtballs do when they're on these things. So, that being said, I'm going to get another Miller Lite. Well, let me know, guys, to reiterate, if you do want to partake in the festivities. And as I look at the YouTube comment sections... I see we have a concerned Hall of Famer, Jesse Stanga, who said uh, the dropout rate on the last few meetups has been about 30%. So he's got a good point. So if you are committed to the Dirtball meetup, you have to let us know because there will be financial transactions involved. But again, we're going to make this definitely practical and affordable for everybody to come down, have some fun, have some drinks. And uh, if you're worried about price, guys, DM me. Let me know. We'll make this work. 
What else is there to talk about? We have no rundown tonight. You haven't talked. We haven't talked Sixers Raptors. Oh, we we, haven't. We we talked about how you felt about the series, but the uh, the Sixers bounce back and win a game on the road. They looked good. They looked good doing it. Uh, I still think that the Raptors are are going to win that series. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going Raptors in six. Ooh, that one. Uh, nice game. Kawhi, again, a nice game. 35-7-6. and six. Uh, Jimmy Butler scored 30 in that game uh, after a sort of no-show in game one. Yeah. He had 10 points in game one. J.J. Redick only scored 11. There you go. Sure. Your boy Embiid, you said you needed him to be better. He only scored 12. He was 2 for 7 from the field. Yeah, I'm eight shocked. Eight from the line. That's a crazy stat line for me. It, that was a wild game. That he scored 12 and they still won. Yeah. But they played defense. That was the big thing. That was the big thing. That that was uh It's a bit of an old NBA score. 94-89 playoff game. Yeah. I like it. And I also like how they're advertising KY Jelly rather than need the box score. It's an interesting uh Is that a, is that They're is like that, if you're checking in on the Raptors Sixers score from a day ago, midnight on a Tuesday. You should probably get a life. Start jerking off. <laughs> I feel like that's a direct ad response to me. Yeah. Personally. Probably. Have you been searching for KY? No. Because, you know, they, they do they do tailor your ads. You have a you have an ad for KY Jelly and Penske moving trucks. Are you kidnapping girls and making them sex slaves in the back of cube trucks? Uh no, I am not. Are you sure? Well, now it looks like my my week away is thwarted. My plan. Yeah, that was that was the go to. Are you gonna spend any time here when I'm gone? Probably not. No, none. In, unless unless I find myself needing the multiple TV setup. It's a good setup. But I have a TV and I have a tablet, so I've got the multiple TV setup as well. But you have two on the wall here, so I'm very concerned about next Sunday, not the marathon. My parents do not have HBO. I do not want to be forced to watch Game of Thrones on a small iPad. I need. I want the full viewing pleasure. I mean, your parents have a TV that was made in the last five or six years somewhere in their house, right? Of course, you can. They have two. They have smart TVs, so you could HDMI your laptop into your TV if you needed to. Ah, I never thought of that. I mean, throw it up, you know. Yeah. Imagine my dad watching his first ever episode of Game of Thrones. What's this? They're having sex and they're twins and they're brother and sister? This is weird. Are you, are, do you think that they uh, uh, a sexual escapade between uh, the Lannisters is on the return for the last two episodes? <laughs> no. That'd be some wild That'd shit, though. Wild. I was actually thinking about it the other day. I was like, what if Jamie's been playing the long con here and, he, and it all ends with him turning... On his new team, and uh, handing it over to Cersei, and then the series ends with them fucking themselves into the sunset. Ooh, be wild! I like that. I mean, I I can't imagine people would just freak out. Yeah, the the, the whole thing was just like a, a we had just a whole eight season set up for some like an incestual su- success story. What's more probable, me competing the marathon in the correct time, or that happening? 
don't know. You got you got to shave like an hour off your time, bro. No, this is what I need. Just so everybody knows. I'm gonna have it on record. My little brother's time was four oh four fifty four. So four like hours he, and four minutes and fifty four seconds. Yeah. So like he's those fifty four seconds could be huge. Bro, what was your time in L.A.? Like four thirty eight something. Four thirty eight. Yeah. Four thirty eight. Yeah. Oh, so you only got to shave 24 minutes off. No, I got to shave 34. 34 minutes off. Yeah. That's that's less than I thought. Yeah. I thought you were closer to five hours. Four, five hours, yeah. Yeah, 438. All right. Good luck. Probably more likely that than it all being a big ancestral success story. I'm a little concerned about the weather, though. Uh-oh. There's possible thunderstorms. I mean, is rain really going to slow you down? Bro, you ever tried to run 26 miles in rain? I mean, I haven't tried to run six miles in sun, so no. My computer feels like it's going to take off, by the way. Yeah, you got the old Joe Prano jet engine sound <laughs> happening. You, you hearing that shit? Take, take, the, uh, take your fucking thing out from under it. Take this? Yeah. trying to cool itself down you've got on like a heating pad no man it's just old i need it i mean this is like the old joe prano rabble jet engine it's gone full black i need a new computer it's about five years old this is what happens when we don't prepare yeah it's fine are we done here (laughs) like i mean what else is going on I'm looking I, up the Cincinnati weather for we the next. Should go, we should go to the comment section. You're like useless without a rundown. No. You're like off the rails. Well, <laughs> there's not much to talk about. No, you're right. Uh, CC Sabathia struck out his 3,000th player today. Is he a Hall of Famer? 3,000 strikeouts. What are, what are, what are his stat lines? I mean, he probably he probably isn't, but it ain't over, I guess. Yeah. Does he does he have a ring? I'm sure he does with the Yankees, right? How many Cy Youngs? Does he have any? Jeez, you just like put me on the spot for. I feel like he's got to have. My computer's like shit in the bed. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to his Wikipedia right now. Kirsten Charles Sabathia Jr., 3,002 strikeouts, six-time All-Star, one-time Cy Young winner, one-time ALCS MVP, two-time MLB wins leader, one-time world champion. I had a dirtball. Did you see the dirtball DMing us about Jamal Charles? Um, No. I was offended. Why? You were triggered? I mean, I wasn't offended. He's a nice kid. He's talking about, he's a Chiefs fan, Hall of Fame. And I go, bro. Is Jamal Charles, is he officially retired? Yeah. He signed a one-day contract with the Chiefs to retire. Oh, to retire Chief. But my point is, I looked up Jamal Charles' stats. Yeah. He's not top 20 all-time in rushing yards or touchdowns. And then and then I, I said, here's your litmus test. Uh, Jarrell Davis. Yep who was questionable Hall of Fame for years, yep. has more rushing yards and more rushing touchdowns 
only played seven seasons, three of which were his last three, which was a total of like 18 games. Right. And how many yards, like where does he rank on the all-time list? He's not top 20 either for yards or touchdowns. But Terrell Davis also was an MVP. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he was also AP Offensive Player of the Year two yeah. years. Like, yeah. like Jamal Charles never had that. Yeah. Not even came close. Yeah. And and Davis has more yards than Charles. Barely, but he still does. Yeah. Charles played eleven seasons. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's a hard no. Yeah. Hard no. I mean, it seems like a weird thing to get triggered over, but I'm not triggered. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's kinda of, it's it's kind of ridiculous to think that. By the way, my computer is turned off. Wow. So we have nothing to look at. Bye forever. <laughs> no, I turned it off. Yeah. It was it was taken off, bro. <laughs> Look, Prano, here's the deal. I got to get sleep. This is the truth. I am a little anxious for this marathon. I had a bad dream the other How night. How long have we been recording right now? 49 minutes. Oh, Dirtball's going to have a field day. This is going to be Andrew Boggs' favorite episode of all time. <laughs> because we went so short? Yeah, we should call it the Andrew Boggs Memorial episode. You, you lay off my boy Boggs. You still go after Boggs. Boggs sent me the Chris Sabo Rex Specs. Which were epic. Which I think were a thank you for us doing an hour and 15 minute episode. (laughs) He's like, once it hits 90 minutes, I get really angry. Poor Boggs. You don't want to see me angry. Poor Boggs. Maybe we should over my neighbors. I I don't know what's going on. What's that? You know, I've had two new neighbors move in on each side. I don't don't, don't know what they're doing, ever. Are you worried about... Are you worried about what they're doing right now? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying they're probably hearing us yelling. They're probably like, shut the fuck up, guys. Oh. Well... I'm taking you home tonight, aren't I? Yeah. That's that's why you're boozing. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, also... Like I said, I have to drink away my sorrows. I have a a big bet on the Rockets at 12 to 1 that I'm You don't have a big bet. I have a fairly large bet on the Rockets at 12 to 1. (laughs) Which I'm watching blow away in the NBA referee fucking conspiracy wind. Yeah. Scott Foster is taking my money and putting it in his pocket. And then he's betting it with fucking mobsters or whatever. Fucking Tim Donaghy too. So the NBA has a nice rich history of uh, ref conspiracies. Yeah. Oh, you mean... What you meant to say was the NBA has a long and storied history of just stealing from teams. and Stealing people's money. Must be heavy bets on the Rockets. They're taking our money. Vegas taking our money. You think Vegas will ever get an NBA team? No. I mean, never say never. Probably. Eventually. Not anytime soon. What? Why would the NBA... The, the NBA already owes the team to Seattle. Yeah. I'm just saying it's wild how quickly that needle's moving with pro sports there. You you go from zero to two like that. I, mean, I guess it, it it's crazy. It would be it would be dumb to say that they don't have a strong chance if the NFL goes there and thrives because hockey's thriving. Baseball's just too goddamn hot to play baseball in the summer out there unless you get a well they get a dome yeah let's get an indoor arena indoor indoor dome situation. Vegas isn't for baseball. No one cares. But again. The NBA was definitely interested in Vegas. Yeah. You have the Summer League. That's what I was going to say. The Summer League, though, is like kind of their thing. The only, to this to this day, the only All-Star game by a city that didn't have a team. That's when I lived there. 
chaos. Really? It was 2006 All-Star Game. The city was like lit on fire. I, I remember the headline on the, uh, is it the Las Vegas Review Journal? Whatever the main paper is there. Like that weekend end because this this they said Black Super Bowl comes to Vegas. It was like Tupac and Biggie going to be exhumed so that they can kill each other again. Yeah, it was. Uh, Mike Tyson and a tiger will fight at halftime. It it was interesting though from somebody who lived there and worked in a casino. You definitely uh, you had a different clientele role in there for the All Star Game. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a different type of people that are normally not there. <laughs> All right. Let you have that one. Just over here, fusting the process, drinking my Miller Lite. That's all I'm saying. I didn't say anything bad. Let's... <laughs> that was a great weekend for me. There's anything wrong with that. Because all the NBA guys were coming into the spa. I told you, they were all coming in with their homies, too. I told you, I've, I've said this before on the show. It would be great. Like, dude would roll up to, the, to Caesar's Palace. He'd be like, yo, I'm here for my spa treatment. I'm getting a uh, I'm getting a deep tissue massage. And I'd be like, what's your name, sir? You know, I'm like looking him up at the computer. And he'd be like, uh, who was the one? God, who was who, who, Antoine? Yeah, he goes, Antoine Walker. And I go, I go, dude, I watched the NBA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. What's up? I'm Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> Excuse me? Nah, nah, that's me. Yo, what's up? I'm here for a pedicure. I'm Pedro Stoyakovich. Sup? Yeah, my man, what's up? Me and my boys is here. We're under the name Zildrunas Ilgaskis. Oh, man. I'm here for my backyotomy. I'm Drazen Petrovich. You're like, dude, you're dead. Yeah, yeah, I'm here for a Swedish massage. Your name, sir? Uh, Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> sir, Detlef Shrimp is a Scandinavian man with a flat top. Nah, man. Different Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> sir, stop saying Detlef Shrimp. He was German, by the way. <laughs> Old Detlef. No, it was it was it was their homies, you know, their posse. Yeah. That just made me laugh. 30 dudes roll up. Literally, Antoine Walker was one of the dudes whose posse. He, a white guy rolls up. Hi, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm Rashid Wallace. <laughs> I'm here for... <laughs> oh, man. Greg Anthony was there. I remember a lot of dudes. This is before he got in all that trouble. Yeah. How about Greg Anthony, by the way? Dude, he's made it out of like multiple hooker scandals, right? Yeah. Or was there just one? I don't know. But he made it out of the scandal where he tried to fight the entire Phoenix Suns in that horrible shirt. That's that's still my favorite Greg Anthony story. Wait, what are you talking about? When he was on the Knicks bench, hurt, supposedly hurt. He's wearing the ugliest shirt of all time, and, <laughs> and he charged his way into a fight. Do you know what I'm talking about, though, with the hooker thing? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then because he was doing, he was doing college for a minute, I believe CBS. Then like that happened, and then he worked his way back, and he, you know, he, I think he's great. He's a good color commentator. Yeah, who doesn't like Greg Anthony? That's a question for you. I want to ask. I look at Twitter, man. People 
hate Chris Webber. Oh, yeah. Is he that bad? He's pretty bad. Like, I don't really have an he's, opinion on he's him. He's not as bad as Reggie. But that's another one. People hate Reggie Miller. Yeah. Are they really that bad? They're not great. I. But, but why do people hate them? But also, I think that the bar's been set really high for NBA guys. Especially, you know, you look at the ESPN crew and, like, the the... Mark Jackson, Jeff Van Gundy. Mark Jackson, one of the worst coaches I've ever seen in the history of the NBA. Fantastic commentator, though. Jeff Van Gundy and Breen. They got the TNT guys. But, like, when Weber, what, what, people hate Weber and Reggie Miller because there's those people who, like, add nothing. And you're like, dude, you played in the NBA. Can you give me something? That like is like gives me a yeah. glimpse into what these guys are going through. Chris Webber is one of those people who just says like the fucking most basic ass, boring ass shit, and he's not interesting. And yeah, I I I, I have a hard time listening to Webber and and Reggie. Those are tough ones for me. Just give me just give me Breen and Van Gundy and Mark Jackson. I mean, just this fly him everywhere. Okay, Breen versus Marv Albert. Who you got? Dude, I like Breen. You like Breen better than Albert. I, Marv went through a whole thing where he was he was always getting paired with like different people back in the NBC days, and I love Marv. I mean, Marv was the Knicks guy. So sure. is Breen. So yeah. is Breen. Breen was also a Knicks guy in MSG. Um, He's not anymore. Yeah, a little bit, but uh, but Breen with Jackson and 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 Van Gundy. I think that I think they're great. The trio. Yeah. I think they're fantastic. Also, Bang. I, I'll take Bang over yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. But come on. Bang. What about uh who got who's the other one? He's good on NFL too. Uh he's doing tonight's game. Uh why am I Jesus, why am I blanking? Kevin Harlan? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No? I like Kevin Harlan. Yeah, he's fine. He's not. He's no Breen or or Marv for that matter. Marv had a scandal back in the day too, huh? Dressing up like a woman, biting chicks on the back and shit. Wait, right? was he dressing up as a woman? I think so. Wasn't that the scandal? It's so funny with my computer shut off. Like we have no clue what's going on. No, pretty sure Marv was like he was biting chicks in the back. Yeah, I think he was like cross dressing. He's a cross dresser. I think so. Yes. <laughs> Did I ever tell the story about the crossdresser when I used to work at Hotel Oceana? Yeah, yeah. I'm here for my. <laughs> I, I'm here to check in for a massage. I'm Marv Albert. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm here for the. I'm here for my fucking facial. I'm Cheryl Swoops. <laughs> so we had this dude when I worked at Hotel Oceana. You know, I was a bellhop for like a couple years before I moved into the restaurant. Uh, Texas dude, like good old boy. He he worked for one of the ad agencies. Great dude. Again, I don't care what you do, whatever. He was a dude married, like he was straight, but one of the maids walked in and, you know, like good old boy, cowboy boots. One of the maids walked in and he was trying on a dress, staring at himself in the mirror, and he didn't even flinch. And that's the best part of the story of she walked in, he wasn't caught off guard. He was just like, he probably was like, ma'am, like, like, I don't know what he did, but I could never look at the dude the same because the fact that he owned it so much, 
I just thought of like him wearing a dress and cowboy boots. Like, dude, just fucking own that shit. What are you looking up? I'm looking up the Marv thing. You're curious. Yeah. The woman testified that she escaped his clutches after ripping his toupee off his head. <laughs> so wait, he sexually assaulted somebody? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought he was just freaky. Like, And he and he's back. It's amazing. But that happened years ago. Yeah. He wasn't gone that long. No. They cut him for a minute. Fired by NBC in 97. That's the thing about that shit, bro. Yeah. You and I talk about it all the time. Yeah. If this happened now, bye forever. <laughs> I had a good long conversation with my brother Elliot yesterday about that. You know, he's obviously a big music guy. And that's what he was agreeing with me. He's like, dude, you, he's like, do you know about this shit? You should read about these rockers. Cause you know, Jerry Lewis is married to his 13 year old cousin. He's like, it's known that guys like Jimmy Page and they're on record. Like tr- passing around like a 14 year old. That's what he was saying. He's like, dude, this is on record. Like these guys don't even deny it. Multiple 13, 14 year olds. And it's just like, they just have this weird pass. Jimmy Page goes on a tour. He's selling out wherever he wants. Because he fucked a 13-year-old in 1970? Yeah. That's the only way we should end this show. Sure. <laughs> it's been fun, Dirtballs. It's been a weird, wacky episode. I'm excited to get back to Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, I got this marathon. I'm going to do it. I'm I'm gonna do it. I have to do it. I do not want fucking braces. So what is the situ- What is the braces situation? Basically, I'm saying this on record. If I beat my brother's time, I'm not getting braces. And if you don't beat your brother's time, uh, we got to figure something out. You're getting braces, basically, for some period of time. Yikes! Big yikes! <laughs> I mean, I put I put it out there. There's blood in the water for dirt balls. I know that. Yeah. They want the braces. I think the braces, I mean, I know you said your brother's dentist, not an orthodontist, but maybe we can find like a crazy orthodontist that could apply the braces to you in the general admission standing area of a uh, insane clown posse show. <laughs> There's not even a bet here. This is me just barking my mouth. I know. I, I don't know why you did that. The hills, man. So I had a dream the other night where I couldn't run. It's not a good sign. No, literally, I was trying to run. I could. It was the Cincinnati Marathon. And then I got on a bike, and I still couldn't move. I was trying to cheat. I got on a bicycle. Why am I having those dreams, man? You're very nervous about your, your race. But you're, you're, you have the Tommy Dewey training. I did it to a T. Tomorrow's my last... Like, it's not even a hard day. It's like, run two miles as fast as you can or some shit. I got to look up the text. Yeah. But I'm going to do it. Then I'm going to go to the Reds game on Monday. That's it, guys. All right. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at The Dirty Sports. Follow us on Instagram. Hot new Instagram fire coming out lately. Yeah. A lot of of photoshops, a lot of memes. I even posted on our Dirty Sports Instagram the other day. Posted the the Kevin Durant as the Night King. We're adding followers left and right. Uh, Follow me on Instagram, at Joe Prano. Be on Twitter, at Fix Your Life. Go to JoePrano.com. Check out shows. I think that's it for me. Yeah. Follow me at Andy Ruther and... uh, Again, I'll keep sending out B 
beer koozies to anybody who gives us an iTunes review. Just drop your Twitter or Instagram handle. And uh, we will follow you and send you a message. Uh, don't forget, follow me on uh, Instagram at Joe Prano if you want to get involved in the Odell Beckham Jr. jersey drawing. Yes, yeah. correct. And uh, if you're a Cincinnati Dirtball or nearby and you want to uh, give me some chili, I'd love some Skyliner Gold Star after that marathon Sunday. Or just meet me at the Reds game on Monday. That's cool, too. All right, Dirtballs, that's the show. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the episode, Boggs. <laughs> And most importantly, stay dirty.